Finding the right property manager is tough. You have to decide if you want a boutique agency who will have the sole property manager looking after your property, or if you want the backup of a larger firm with a number of property managers in charge of different locations under the banner of a property management director. There are pros and cons with both, and the reality is property management is a thankless job. A job where you get complaints from the tenants and landlords who don't want to spend. The only happy medium is when the tenant pays each month and nothing goes wrong with the property. We have Lena Fox from Property Promotions to tell us how to find the right property manager for you. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langeter. Lena Fox has been an area specialist in Bayside for over 15 years with over 35 years of real estate experience. And during those years, she has established many very loyal, sound and mutually respectful relationships with her vendors, purchasers, landlords and tenants. Lena has a dynamic personality and offers a wealth of experience and knowledge in the real estate industry and always strives in achieving the very best results for all her clients. Lena offers more than 100% to her clients. Not only does she eat, breathe and live real estate, this is a lady who loves her work and it shows in everything she does which is the key to her success at propertypromotions.com. Welcome, Lena. Oh, good morning, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get into real estate in the beginning, Lena? Oh, my God. How long have we got? Look, my background is uh, customer service. I've mm-hmm. uh, been in the customer service industry forever, since 1975, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> and... I was helping a friend. I was doing prospecting for a friend in real estate. And I I did the um, appointments for him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one day, just out of the blue, he called me and he said, can you please go to a property because I'm running late for an inspection? Yeah. And And he said, but don't talk to anybody. Just go. I just go. Don't talk to anybody. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go. And I did because I didn't have an agent's rep at the time. So no. I wasn't allowed to anyway. Yes. So I went to the property and um, when I got there, there were two ladies. And I said to them, the agent's on his way. He won't be long. Yeah. And they said, okay, that's fine. And as we were standing there, a black cat walked past them. And they went, oh, oh, my God, we've got to have this property. We must have this property, and I and I'm looking at them, thinking, "Why do you have this property?" Oh, she said, "The black cat is good luck." Oh, I thought it was bad luck. And she thought it was good luck. Okay. So I said, "Okay." So anyway, when um, the agent got there and he said, "Oh, thank you very much," and apologised, and they said, "Oh, can can she come with you?" Don't let her go. She can come with us because she's good luck, meaning me. And I'm thinking, I want to go home, but never mind. I'll I'll come in. So, look, cut the story short because it is quite long. Mm. Um, With that particular client, that client, uh, we actually ended up getting her property to rent. Mm -hmm. We actually got sales out of it as well. Mm -hmm. And um, as a, a result of all of that, she became, they both became a very good friend. Oh, good. And she turned out to be a journalist mm. uh, that was um, 
active in the release of Nelson Mandela wow. at the time, oh, back really? in the 60s. And she worked for The Age. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's how I got into real estate. So the, I was very promptly told to go and do your course so you can at least talk to people. So I did. Good. Okay. There you go. There you go. And then most recently you, yes. um, about 15 years ago, started your own company. How did that sort of come about? I did. Okay. I was working for uh, other real estate officers, one mainly in for a very long time, and then decided that... Um, what do you do when you turn 60 and you're going home every night complaining to your friends mm. and uh, your friends and family that um, this is happening and that's happening? And, of course, my daughters both said to me, Mum, why don't you just do your own? Mm. And I said, you know what? Don't tell me what to do because that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. So with the help of the leader at the time, mm. was, uh, Margaret Craig Watts was her name, and uh, with her help we uh, set about setting up some uh, advertising which wasn't allow- allowed to be released because I was still affiliated with a company, mm. found the premises and um, went to my accountant, incorporated the company, propertypromotions.com, yeah. Yeah. and uh, I knew all the systems, I knew all the what to do and what not to do. And I thought, well, if I do a quarter of what I was doing with other officers, I'll be happy and it'll give me something to do. Yeah. And I don't have to stay home and mind the grandchildren all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. In an ideal world... What should an investor expect from their property manager? Okay, total honesty, uh, complete dedication, um, and uh, communication is most important. And listen to what they what they what they're after really. Yeah. And in terms of looking after their property, uh, you know, just look after it as if it was their own. Mm. And because we all offer the same thing, but yeah. we offer it differently. If I was an investor looking for somebody, I think I'd prefer to have somebody who actually has an investment property that they understand that concept of looking after it like it's your own Mm. because they understand that concept, whereas maybe somebody younger struggles. Would that be fair? That is fair. Mm. And it's also important to remember that the younger people uh, do... There's a percentage of young people that actually are looking to invest Mm. uh, because of their careers and what opportunities they've been given with studies and everything like that. And it's important to communicate with them as well. Yeah. On On a... probably a different level. Yeah. Um, oh, look, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of young people out there buying property. Yeah. You know, like I, I know people who are in their, tw- you know, early 20s and they're buying property. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not saying discount the younger person. I'm saying under- find out where they are on, where the pro- on their property journey. Yeah. And maybe they have a bit more understanding if they're they're actually buying stuff themselves communicate with them and explain and explain the fact that it's important to what to look for Mm. uh, whether if they obviously if they have a budget where to look for that property Mm. what type of property what are the like for example if they're buying um, an apartment in a high rise it it may have uh, higher owners corporation expenses Mm. because of the maintenance Mm. which is you know, lifts and pools and gyms and that. Whereas if they're looking for um, their first investment, if they're buying a property that's not high rise and there's a, a smaller smaller group 
on the complex, mm-hmm. it's the the owners' corporation who's going to cost them less. Yeah, and that gives them more opportunity to improve their property as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. But that goes. But that can, with, it, with saying that, that goes for a, a mature investor as well. Yes. but different. Yeah, yeah, all different. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Mm. So what systems should be in place to run a proper property management department? Okay, very important to have streamlined Mm. systems and ones that work. Yeah. And ones that help. Um, I mean, we we use a a system that we're very happy with and have had it since we started 15 years ago. Mm. Um, The other thing that's important is to have the processes in place the systems and the processes and to also uh, produce a, a policy yeah. a booklet uh, or procedures in the office because that's yeah. important so that yeah. everybody knows uh, what they're doing. So for instance I, I know when we go to do our job as a copywriter and photographer there's always keys that go missing and from usually from the property management department and then the sales department needs to use them for us to do our jobs. The tradies. And the tradies need to use them and yeah. Should you be asking questions like, you know, how do you sort out your keys? You know, what what's your procedures with your keys? We we have a a system uh, that we use. Not only do we have they're coded in such a way that if the keys are lost, they can't identify. It doesn't identify the actual property. Yes. Uh, but there is an address on the on a tag on the property that it can be returned to us. So yeah. You just drop it in a letterbox and we pay for the post mm-hmm. postage to come back. If they don't, yeah, uh, we immediately change the locks mm-hmm. uh, just for security. Yeah. But the the. The system that we use is coded keys, um, mm. and they're under lock and key. Mm. Uh, and we also have them recorded in the property management system. Mm. Like it's a, a coded number; it's a number yeah. and a code for the property. Yeah. So, so, for instance, if a plumber came in and they yes. used the key, they just go in. They have to sign for sign it. Sign for it, and give it like an expected time of return or the end of business day depending on the job if it's a big job and they need to keep the key overnight they need to notify us and let us know and key the the keys are audited a minimum of once a week Mm. to make sure that they are all in the office because sometimes people do forget to bring them back yeah and and we need to you know and there's nothing worse than going to do an inspection at a property and you go to get it you think oh Who's that key? Yeah. Who's got that key? Yeah. So that's yeah. important to to audit the the, the yeah. keys in your So office. essentially, if you're looking for a property manager, just ask them what they do with their keys. Yeah, and um, definitely yeah. ask the question. Yeah. Ask the question. So, how about scheduled inspections? Um, how are they organised? Scheduled inspections depends on the property as far as um, our office is concerned. Mm. Um, sometimes it is a scheduled advertised mm. uh, inspection time. If it's a property that the owner is um, more particular, mm. uh, we do inspections by private appointment. Yeah, we find that doing an inspection by private appointment actually uh, is better for time management. Yeah, for us, a, a lot of people might think that that works in the reverse. It depends. Yeah. it depends on the property and where they are. Mm. And by doing it by private appo- inspection and appointment, mm. it also gives you the opportunity to talk to the prospective tenant yeah. as well, and then gauge whether, you know, how they are, mm. what they're like. Whereas if you 
doing open for inspections all the time, which there's nothing wrong with no. at all. Yeah. Because it's sometimes that's what you have to do. Mm. It doesn't really give you the opportunity to speak to the prospective get tenant. Get to know them essentially. It pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go, you get an application, and you go, oh. Who was that? Mm. Um, whereas by doing private inspections that way, uh, we get to know the person. Yeah. 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 What's the typical procedure if a tenant misses a payment? Our system allows for, like for example, I'll give you an example. Mm. The rent's due on the 1st. Yes. If the rent is not uh, in our trust account mm. on the 1st, it counts it as day one yeah. late and so on. So you go. So on day two, mm. uh, we usually, the system automatically reminds us and we send out a courtesy reminder. It's courtesy reminder, your rent was due on the 1st. Yeah. And What's going on? thank you. No, yeah. just, just a courtesy reminder right. and yeah. just thank you and we just send it off. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't reply... Then on day four, we send them another email yeah. and a text message yeah. saying, have you forgotten your rent? Um, it was due on the 1st. It's now the 4th. Mm-hmm. Give us a call. How can we help? Mm-hmm. And usually by then, usually, you there's very rare, if there is a problem mm-hmm. with paying the rent, is to give us a call, send us an email, let mm-hmm. us know. Yeah. Because if we know that there is an issue of some kind or something, Mm. we can try to help. Mm. And the owners quite often will also try to help. Yeah. I mean, because it's very rare that you'll get an owner that doesn't care. Yeah. uh, Because they want to help as well, especially Mm. if it's a tenant that's um, never really been late Mm. in the past and something happens, someone could lose their job. Yeah. Things happen. They do. So we, we try to help. And that's better for the landlord as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. At least yeah. if they're informed, they understand Correct. what's going on at yeah. the very least. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing is, when a landlord rings, uh, calls us and says, where's my rent? Mm. At least you can, well, you've already let them know what you're doing anyway yeah. because you let them know in the past. But at least they, we can say, well, look, this is what's happened mm. and uh, it'll be fixed by tomorrow. So what's the legislation in terms of if somebody hasn't paid rent, you can evict them? Yes. 14 days. Okay, they've got 14 days to pay. 14 days to pay the rent. Yeah. Um, if they don't pay it on the 14th day, mm. you can send out a notice to vacate for mm. rent arrears. Yeah. And, uh, however, there is another part to that because if they, um, if they do pay, uh, then you've got to start the process all over again. Okay. And then this is real estate, right? Because it's yeah. like you try to say the like the right thing yeah. is is right. So that you, our job is to just try and help tenants not to be evicted. Yeah, and and help them out. But fourteen days, fourteen, 14 days, days in arrears. Yes, um, that's legislation. That's legislation. And uh, you can issue them with a notice to vacate. In in your experience, um, say over a year, like what percentage of properties in your portfolio would would get to that point where they need to be evicted. Is it is it rare or is it or, or very it rare? Very, it's very rare. Mm. Yeah. In in our portfolio, yeah. very rare. Look, I'm sure in certain areas of Melbourne there will be a higher percentage. Yes. Um, maybe in the CBD, I'd imagine it'd be. Well, there's the CBD, and also maybe even the outskirts, possibly. Certain, certain suburbs. Certain yeah. suburbs would be more vulnerable yeah. to that sort of thing? Yeah, look at... Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I, fi- I, found, I find that it depends on the... comes back to the communication. Yeah. 
um, that you have with the tenant. Mm. Um, one in particular, I'm not yeah. going to mention names or anything, but one in particular, because um, it's the only thing or reason I remember it, because it's the only one I've ever had to order a warrant, a oh, possession really? for. Well, that's, that's a yeah. good story. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us <laughs> no, and, and he... Um, he kept on saying he was going to pay it, and I kept believing him and kept chasing him all the time. Anyway, he didn't. He got to the 14 days. We issued the notice to vacate, and uh, then we ish, um, went to apply for a went to vacate and applied for a warrant. Yeah. <laughs> and the we got there on the day. Got to condense this because it's too yeah. long otherwise. Yeah, it's fine. And um, on the day that, because um, the police actually notified them that they going to put a note on their door, yeah. and we had the locksmith there, the police were there, I was there, I was there personally, yeah. and uh, standing at the door, and the locksmith was changing the locks, and the policeman was standing there, we were chatting, yeah. and this guy bounded up the stairs and happy as Larry. Yeah. To and he got up the top of the stairs, he said, "Well." Who were you? And the policeman looked at me and said, who's this? I said, I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah. It's not the tenant. Yeah. I don't know. And the tenant had been renting it out to ah. a friend. The friend had been paying rent, but he didn't pay the rent. Ah. So, of course, you know, the poor young guy said, mm. what are my rights? And the policeman said, None, none, really. Yeah, really you no, yeah. you're being evicted. And um, he said, Oh, can I get some things out because I've got to go to work? He was a chef. So we said, Yes, okay. He went in and got his knives yeah. to, go to, go to, go, to go to work. Yeah. And um, when he was leaving, the policeman said to him, If you'd re- you be really nice to this lady here, mm. <laughs> she might let you in to get some of your things. Yeah. And I gave him a card and said, look, give me a call and we'll discuss it later. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, get all his stuff out. So, so he all... really lucked out and lost his money. On... Well, he did. He yeah. lost his money. Yeah. yeah. As far as the, the rent that he paid, that was, if he, I mean, whatever he paid in advance. Guy, really, but yeah. 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 But then the, uh, the tenant in question um, mm. just never bothered to contact us ever again and mm. we had to involve Consumer Affairs uh, to come and uh, evaluate the goods that were left in the property. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So that takes a bit of time as well. Yeah, so. yeah there you go. So there, so that was an interesting. So it's a very story. rare occurrence. That's very like rare, very rare. That's the only. Of, yeah. yeah, it's the only warrant I've ever had to do. At yeah, only time. Yeah. Um, any, any just to, just to elaborate on that. Usually, there we're able to come to an agreement, an arrangement, or of some kind. Yeah. But it's rare. In 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 our office, it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. We'll have a short break and come back with more of Lena Fox from propertypromotions.com. We're here today talking to Lena Fox from propertypromotions.com about how to find the right property manager. We've got a listener question here. Harry from uh, Seddon was wondering, when he is interviewing a proposed property manager to look after his property, can he ask to look at a recent condition report that they have completed and the photos that they have taken to see how detailed the report is? Absolutely. That's something and you could... That is 100%. We, um, with all our condition reports, we use... Um, it's a, a program. We use Inspection Express, which is uh, takes uh, details, every, every detail of the property, mm-hmm. every 
every nook and cranny as much as we can to a degree and usually includes four, five hundred photos mm. of uh, and that. So we'd be yeah. single aspect and we'd be very happy to see if somebody asked that and they should. They should. They should ask that <laughs> because that's important for yeah. them to, to feel uh, as though they're been looked after too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Harrison Seddon can do that. He can do that. Yes, yes he can. Welcome, yeah. Harry, to do that. <laughs> okay, so besides the standard property management fee, what extra fees could you be expected to pay for? The only extra um, would be if attendance to VCAT. Yeah. That's the only extras that you have no you don't know how much that's going to be. Mm. We do know how much a charge we can charge for attendance. Yes. But it depends on how many times you've got to attend and how long the attendance is for. Mm. Um but really that should be the only extra that you can't specify an amount. Yeah. And in terms of fees, it's always negotiable. Yeah. Uh, when I say always, you know, to a degree, fair. Yeah. And, so yeah. there is a reletting fee if something... There is. Yeah. Yes. Um, some agents, I believe, charge for little things like postage or photocopying and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Some can. Some. Yeah. You, you can, a lot of... Uh, but you wouldn't call it postage because nowadays, you know, postage is... Um, um, all our statements are emailed anyway. Yeah. I, I must admit we do have three that yeah. don't have email. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we do post them. But what yeah. we do is we just post them all together at the end of the month, yeah. like this, whatever is there. Yeah. Um, it's called a sundry, a sundry fee mm. and a, or a processing fee. Mm. And um, that can be negotiated as well. Yeah. Look, they range from $2 to $10. Yeah. Yeah, but you should always ask. You should always ask what yeah. they are, and you should they should always be noted on the on the authority. Yeah, the, the management authority anyway. Yeah. all your fees should be in the schedule, mm. and uh, discuss that with the prospective uh, landlord. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should landlords, tenants, and property managers be on the same page when it comes to, um, you know, maintenance and that side of things? Hundred percent. The tenant needs to let you know mm. what happens in a property if mm. something goes wrong or something's not working because we don't know. If they don't let us know, then mm. we can't do anything about it. Straight away, what we do is we, we send the landlord yeah. an email or a phone call or a text message, yeah. whichever way is better and more convenient at the time and mm. depending on the landlord because some yeah. of them live overseas yeah. and some of them are here. So it just, just depends. And we also have um, an, in our um, owner's instruction mm. forms that we get them the owners to fill out, we have authority to spend up to a certain amount mm. without notifying them. But out of courtesy, we always notify them just yeah. so that they're not surprised. Yeah. And in terms of the maintenance, yes, it should be done ASAP in order of priority, of mm. course. I mean, you get some that are more urgent than others yeah. and and you do it in order of priority, and that's important. Yeah. A, a, uh, an owner will sort of often let you know, like, up to a certain amount of value, mm-hmm. they'll give you permission to deal with things mm-hmm. yeah. and that kind of thing. What, what's most common in that respect? Ours is $300 yeah. because we worked it out that if a an electrician or a plumber goes out, um, if it's all... Mm. If it's just a normal, simple job, 
it's usually at well under that. However, an example is if a plumber gets to the property and he's um, trying to fix a tap mixer yeah. and can't for whatever reason, something's worn on it yeah. and he has to replace it and it might just take it over the 300, mm. um, then it's it's cheaper for the plumber. It's cheaper for the plumber yeah. to get it done at get the time. it done at the time rather than waiting for us to get an approval from the landlord yeah. for him to go because it'll cost the landlord more money. Yeah. Because he's got to go back again. Yeah. It's not his fault, yeah. but it was. It's uh, so that's usually yeah. how we do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just tell an example of when I last rented a property. Mm. I lived in an old fire station. In Sandringham. Do you know the one I'm talking about? And the story goes, the lady who uh, converted it from a fire station to residential premises, she was the wife of a very well-known and respected GP in the area. And she wanted a little project for herself to do. So she went off and got herself a builder's licence and converted it into five apartments. Mm. So... I'd, oh, I lived there for probably about five and a half years, I think. Anyway, she came in one day with the property manager to see how the apartments were holding up. It's called a routine inspection. It wasn't, yeah. But she also wanted to come along and said just the property mm-hmm. manager this particular time. Mm-hmm. And she actually hadn't stepped into the properties for 30 years. So she was quite amazed how well things were holding up. The carpet was still doing okay. The blinds were generally okay, but some of them were, you know, the rollers were going a bit funny on them. Mm -hmm. But she was pleasantly surprised how well things were going. And so I said to her, look, I cleaned out the fireplace. I got the chimney sweep to come in. And she goes, well, you shouldn't have had to pay for that. Give us a receipt and we'll get the property management to pay for them. So the property manager made a little note. But then the note ended up being, oh, that was the next time you get it done, not this time. Ah, It's like, excuse me? She said... Because I did it, I didn't have to. I shouldn't have had to pay for it. And then, as I said, the blinds were, you know, a couple of them were a little bit funny. And she, she, the owner said, replace all the blinds, all the rooms, make them more consistent. But the property manager came back and said, oh no, she said just to do the bedrooms. And it's like, really, you want to improve her property, not set it back. And you know, she's given. They're okay to permission to do it. To yeah. do it, mm. and so of course we had a combination of white blinds and cream blinds. Uh, frustrating when they're not on the same page. It is, it is yeah. very. Yeah. And yeah. in saying that, that property manager, who I think had the property for pre twenty thirty years, has now been, or that company's been moved aside, and somebody else has okay. taken over. Well, so it, I, I don't know if that's because the little old lady has gone to God or if she's, you know, somebody else is taking in, char- in charge of her affairs or not. But, you know, those sort of little things, they yeah. add up. Mm. But, you, yeah. but, you know, they do add up because mm. – and it's and it's a silly thing for a property manager to do, really, mm. because it's no gain to them no. at all. No. And it, it loses – they lose respect from the landlord, from yes. the tenant. Yeah. And quite often tenants become our landlords. Of course they do. Yeah. Absolutely they yeah. do. Well, yeah. Heaps of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Off uh, topic or whatever you want to call it, but – Charles from Ringwood, another listener question, is an investor with five properties and from his experience over 20 years of investing, he has dealt with companies who have a property manager director with many property managers under them. 
and those property managers come and go. When the property manager looks after his portfolio changes, he would like to know if his property manager has the skills to professionally look after the property, if he has essentially hired the company to look after it. So he's concerned that he's just going to get any old property manager. Mm -hmm. Should he raise a question to the director about look, you know, I've got five properties here, you should look after me. Yeah. Yeah. It, look, it's, it's when that happens, when a property manager leaves and um, and especially, well, all, all owners really, mm. um, but especially with someone that, that has, um, you know, multiple properties, mm. uh, it's courtesy to just let that landlord know mm. that there is going to be a change yeah. of, of a portfolio manager mm. for his property mm. and um, offer, would you like to meet that yeah. property manager, have yeah. a chat, come into the office or can meet us somewhere or yeah. something like that. But communicating with the landlord mm. and letting them know in that instance yes. like that um, is important mm. to for that to happen. Yeah. Because you know if he's a good client and he's concerned and yeah yeah he wants to and make likewise yeah, for, for the, sure you do that for the tenant as well normally as well and for, let the tenant know no, that there's yeah, been a change yeah. correct yes yeah. correct yeah yep. we do that yeah. yeah I mean look it's a bit it's a bit easier for us because we're a boutique office and we I have an assistant we have a trust account manager and me and pretty much. You know, we're, that's, we're that's hands who you on. Are. That's who we are. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't. We don't pass the buck. Yeah. So, it so if Charles doesn't like the change, what can he do? If he doesn't, he can speak to the principal of the office. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, officer in effective control. Yeah. Um, speak to them about it, um, so that they can discuss what his concerns are. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that um, something can be worked out. Yeah, in, not, in every office. If not, in every office. Change the agent. Yeah. Well, well, that's the that's the other alternative yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. If you're not happy with it, change agent and mm. find one that you um, communicate with and you're happy with. And yeah. so a lot of it's gut feel too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. How often should a property manager meet up with a landlord to discuss their property and property needs? Okay, that one depends on the landlord. Mm-hmm. If you've got a landlord that has um, multiple properties, mm-hmm. usually three months, mm-hmm. because after three months you do a routine inspection, mm-hmm. and then every six months after that. Mm-hmm. Um, if the owner, for example, lives overseas, mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but you communicate via email. And these days, there's WhatsApp and Skype and FaceTime. Yeah, it's really easy to make a phone call. So it's not hard to do that. No. So they should. You should be in contact with your landlord all the time. Yeah. 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 That's important, I think. Yeah. What should you be wary of with any property management service? Gee, that's a hard one for me to answer. Yeah, yeah it is. What you oh. like? Have you heard some pretty hor- you know horrific horror stories about some of the property managers out there? Yeah, you, you you have. Look, the the main concern is the lack of um, lack of communication. Yeah. I know. I keep, it sounds like I'm. I'm harping on the communication, yeah. but it is so important. Mm. And um, and if the property manager cares, yeah. how do you find out if a property manager cares? Well, yeah, yeah you can find out um, by... But, it, but it's action more than words, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it, it's based on that, yeah. on the action, more yeah. so than every, a lot of people can talk the talk. Mm. But, you know, how, can, how many can really own up to what they're supposed to do? Yeah. So, it, it, look, it's an awkward one to answer that one, but yeah, it's. Um, you do hear horror stories, and um, at the minute that you do have an uneasy feel about something not quite right, call call the office, yeah. discuss it. Yeah, it's Maybe. it's all about yeah, yeah discussing it. Yeah. Okay, so essentially, communication is the key. It is, and essentially, we're ensuring that the personalities of the landlord and the property manager match, and the property manager tries to match the tenant with similar ethics and qualities to be able to pay and respect the lease. That should make for a perfect working relationship between all parties. It should. Every time it should. Apart from the communication, it's really important to listen Mm. uh, to the landlord and also also to the tenant. Mm. Just goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah. And Lena, have you got any offers or anything you'd like to offer the listeners? Yeah, I do. Um, Look, if somebody would like to give me a call and mention... Um, real estate right real estate right because yeah. I think this is this is important uh, people out there do need to know yeah. and uh, and they're entitled to know yeah. anyway uh, we'd like to offer them um, uh, a gift of you know of a, a value of up to say fifty dollars mm-hmm. um, so or a, if they list their property with you either for yeah. sale or rent yeah, yeah either way yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's depending on um, you know if it's multiple properties, of mm. course it's even better. Yeah, but, but if it's uh, if it's one, I think people should be rewarded for um, listening to information about improving their the way they invest and the way that they do work. And mm. yeah, so so yes, so yeah, sign up, sign up for Le- with Lena, and yeah. Um, so yeah, you'll get a free gift. And Lena, how can we contact you? Phone number is uh, is always best nine five two one eight thousand. Yeah, that's the easiest because that phone uh, will always divert to a mobile emergency phone or any other way. Yeah. So, so the, the that that is the best way. Yeah. Um, Just say that number one more time, Lena. Nine five two one eight thousand. Nine five two one eight thousand. Good stuff. That's good. Okay, thank you so much, Lena, for explaining to us the essentials in finding the right property manager. Yes, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Next week, we have Zaley Reynolds back in to talk to us about the word market and all the various uses it has in real estate. It can be quite confusing, so we have Zaley, the expert, giving us a clear and concise understanding of all the different uses it has in real estate, one you won't want to miss. Real Estate Right is a real copyright and we shoot buildings production. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Audio Stock for sound effects and Premium Beat for our theme music. Don't forget, if you are looking for a premium property management service, call Lena Fox at propertypromotions.com on 9521 8000. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, or subscribe on your favourite podcast service. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.